Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hopefully your Tuesday is going smooth. I am Dan Day. Please follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Give you a little insight when you go there. To the day spa, which we will get into in just a few minutes. Did just finish up with the Hawkman and Crowder show. We're not finished with them, though. Going to hear from them in a few minutes. But first, we've got the Joe Rose Show diving deep into college football, which is deep this time of year. Talking to CBS sideline reporter Jamie Erdahl. The Dan Lebitard Show going to look into Rondé Balber. Really kind of infuriating some Miamians. And then, of course, Hawk and Crowder might dive deep into some key lime pie. That is sweet. And right now, let's dive into some sweet headlines. Goran Dragic is out with a groin injury, and Dion Waiters is questionable for the Heat tonight in Toronto. Tip is at 7.30. Tight end Brevin Jordan, D-lineman Greg Russo, and linebacker Shaq Quarterman have been named first-team All-ACC. Miami awaits a bowl bid. The Canes in South Carolina have agreed to a home-and-home home series. In 2026, the two will play in South Carolina, and the following year, the game will take place at Hard Rock Stadium. Seattle down Minnesota 37-30 last night. The Dolphins, who have signed safety Eric Rowe to a three-year extension, are back in action Sunday at 1 against the Jets. The Panthers will play game two of their nine-game homestand tonight at 7 against the Wild. Doug Plagans will have the call shortly. The U's basketball team defeated Illinois last night 81-79 in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Chris Likes led the way with 28 points. The Marlins acquired Orioles infielder Jonathan Millar and former All-Star slugger Jesus Aguilar off waivers. Inter-Miami has added 2015 MLS Goalkeeper of the Year Luis Robles to their roster. The team opens play in Fort Lauderdale March 14th against the LA Galaxy. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> Got the sports bomber standing by too, just in case, so... Here we go. U.S. national Megan Rapino won the Ballon d'Or yesterday in Paris, France. Despite the award being given to the best soccer player in the world, Rapino was not there to accept it in person. Yep. A coffee former in India painted tiger stripes on his dog to scare off monkeys from stealing his crops. I don't know what's more awesome. A dog parading around as a tiger to scare off monkeys? Or that monkeys really love coffee? I don't know, man, but I wonder if that'll work for my neighbor. He keeps walking on my damn lawn. Get some paint, get a dog, and see what happens. Firefighters in China were recently called out to a shopping mall to rescue a child who climbed into the claw machine and was trapped. Oh, that young boy is living my seven-year-old dream. A dollar a child. Let me get that quarter. If you do claw in and get the child, do you get to keep it? I, th I would think so. If Ar you get to keep the Luigi doll, you might as well keep the child. Arcade rules right there. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is clear with temperatures dropping into the 50s. Join Hylia Park for a free New Year's Eve party December 31st. Receive 
free party favors, enjoy drink specials, dance in the new year with live entertainment, and go home rich after winning your share of $20,020 in drawings. Visit HyliaPark.com for more details. College football. Oh, it's getting so good. This is the best time of the year. So this morning, the Joe Rose Show caught up with CBS sideline reporter. She goes to all the big games. Jamie Erdahl, they talked about the happiness radiating from the recent Iron Bowl, Saban's demeanor and reactions, LSU, come on Tigers, versus Georgia this weekend, and the tidal waves that it could cause. Also, what's happening with the college football playoff and protecting yourself from fans rushing onto the field. CBS Sports sideline reporter, and she was there at the Iron Bowl. Jamie Erdahl joins us right now. Jamie, you don't know the smile on my partner Joe's face right now after the Nick Saban debacle this weekend and and the joy that some people take here in South Florida when Nick Saban is crying to the sideline reporter uh, you know, after the game or at halftime. Welcome to the show, Jamie. You guys are giving me hives by replaying that right when I have to start the interview with you. My God, is that necessary? <laughs> hey, but you have to go out there and do that, and you had to know – that he was fired up. Right. You've been around him. So what was that like for you? Here's the thing about the way that second quarter ended of that game was I was kind of at a loss for what I, the heck I was going to ask that guy anyways because so much had happened, yet we still had an entire second and a half to play of that game. Where do you even start? Do you start with how the defense is supposed to stop Auburn? Do you start with Mac Jones? So it was kind of a blessing in disguise for me. This was like the easiest question I could ever ask somebody, which was, what did they just tell you just happened? Because, you know, we're not allowed to be mic'd up with the with the officials. So what was great, too, was that he thought the half had ended. So he came over to me and we're standing there and, and you know, we're ma- making him wait, which is never a good thing. Nope. And then and then he walks away and he has to go back and put his headset back on, to, you know, go through oh. that whole ordeal and then come back over to me. And then we, you know, I asked him the question. And I get that. And, and his, you know, his body language, his tone is so fascinating to me. You can tell with that left hand, you know, he starts to ramp up and he's getting really heated and, and then he realizes, I gotta check this and then he kind of brings himself back which I appreciate, but I guess I walked away from that. Everyone was marveling at it. It's like, he's not mad at me. What do I care? I just have to ask the question. Yeah. It'd be different if he was mad at me, but you know, it's good television. It was very good, Jamie. I gotta tell you, it was you all over the country good. There is no question. By the way, now there's two games on want to see because you had the Auburn Bama game which it's hard to beat that game and now that LSU Georgia game coming up should be a lot of fun oh my god talk about two title waves coming at each other between the Georgia defense and LSU's offense I mean I think it's two units that hasn't that haven't faced the opposite side of the ball that's as strong as that unit is all season long. So what's the cliche, the old adage, I know you guys love it, but something's got to give. I don't know what it's going to be. I I still haven't, you know, I'm waiting to see what emerges here, but it should be explosive. Jamie, the funny thing is, is that that game on CBS, by the way, that you're going to be on the sidelines for with Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson is going to be not only just a watch game because it's going to be a great game, but there's going to be other conferences watching that game, hoping at that point that LSU just takes care of business because there is only one thorn in the playoff side right now. It's if Georgia beats LSU and Georgia makes the playoff and then LSU doesn't drop out and then all of a sudden someone from the Pac-12 or Big 12 is crying next Tuesday or Sunday night when they announce who the Final Four are going to be because Georgia right now is the only team, I think, that could put a thorn in everyone else's side if they win this game. Absolutely. If that happens this weekend, you only have two teams that are undefeated and then you have about six 
teams that have a smirk on their face, oh. like, well, why aren't you looking at me? Why aren't you looking at my schedule? And then I feel like the committee, which I have, I have nothing to do with the committee, so this is just my you know opinion from far away. I feel like they know that it's been this weird couple of years where people just feel like the SEC has been catered to or the Big Ten has been catered to. And they is this the year that they feel like they have to, quote unquote, make a statement and get one of those, you know, get a Utah in there, get, you know, one of those teams in there when really, you know, the unequivocal eye test, like, I don't even know what that means anymore. So, yes, the whole country should is probably wanting LSU to take care of business because I wouldn't want I would not want to be in that room if, if Georgia wins. Jamie, I was just <laughs> going to say if the if it is the next one up and all the teams win that we think are going to win I think that eye test that you bring up puts Oklahoma ahead of Utah and I don't know if it's fair or not but I just seems that way doesn't it or not necessarily I, I do too I do too uh, the way that they've been challenged this year and won games now I have to I'll be honest full disclosure you know the way our games line up you know I don't get to watch the entirety of a lot of these games so right. you know what I say I've watched a ton of Utah football this year not as much as I should have for making a statement but having watched the Oklahoma games that I have I do think that they just you put them you know I test, I test. I do think that they would be in the top four. Damn, you got to help me out because I always wonder this for a game as crazy as Auburn and Alabama. Uh, so now it's the game's over and they're they're telling your ear, go find the coach. And you've got that <laughs> many people going over the top of those bushes, sprinting to the middle. Do you have security with you to help you get out there and find? How's that work? First of all, the bushes are like the greatest defense I could have ever asked for <laughs> on Saturday because that at least it slowed them down a little bit before I could get the coach I do have security but what what happened was that was really my first field rush I ever had to deal with and I it was like a draft so I was drafting off of Gus Maldon's cops that follow him so coach was going first to find coach Saban then his three police officers that he has then I was right on the tail of the police officers because I know that once he shakes coach Saban's hand he's going to wheel around and if you lose him after that moment, he's gone and I've failed for the day. So I was Ooh. right there. The cops knew I was behind them. Um, and then I have my team behind me that gets me on the air. You know, in that moment, you know, Brad tosses down to me for the interview. I just go because I don't know where my camera is. Thank God he was right there. But sometimes <laughs> the aerial camera has to find you. You know, it's all this stuff. But I think the harder part was getting Derek Brown, who is the largest human I've ever been around, getting him through the crowd and to me, you know, once everyone had really emerged onto the field. So it was beautiful chaos. I would not have wanted it to go any other way. But yeah, those hedges played, they, they gave, they bought me about 15 seconds, I would say. <laughs> your best offensive no, lineman. I say, you find one out poor there, woman, right. they got a shot of one woman. I don't know if she find, she must be out by now, but like she was stuck in there. Like that looked, that was <laughs> pretty she, tough. And she just disappeared. She right, disappeared right. Into the she yeah, got swallowed exactly. up by the grass. I don't know what happened there. Right? <laughs> Jamie, Nick crazy. Saban, Gus Malzahn, you know, SEC coaches in general, Ed Ordron, like this, it's an it's got to be an interesting sideline gig for you each week when you're on one of these huge games and you got to talk to one of these huge name coaches, especially at the SEC. But saving this last week, we have to give you high praise for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. Never yeah. an easy you know, one. I mean, right. yeah. No, no, in those moments, you know, you just ask the question and, and let them go.
that's all you can do. And if he says three words or 33 words, doesn't matter. You did your job and let him go. Yeah, it's just an interesting situation with Nick Saban. You don't realize the rejoice in South Florida when Nick Saban Oh, does my it. God. You got to stop about No, like, I just think it's funny because your smile when we started this interview I know, says but it Jamie all. Jamie knows. She knows the past. And <laughs> right. I've let it go. Listen, he recruits down here and does great. So, right. I mean, he's not going away. Yeah. And, heck, we may have him in the Orange Bowl. Who knows? That, right. that could still happen, <laughs> too. Also. So, anyway, Jamie, with, with these games and and just getting in position and stuff and coming to you, just talk about all that stuff with how loud it is and getting in position and yeah. and all that stuff. I think in that situation, and, and that's the great thing about the SEC, man, we get great games, so more often than not, we're dealing with kind of with chaos down there anyways. What our production does a great job at is showing from an aerial view or from a wide view why it might look crazy or why it might be so loud. So people the entire day have told have understood to their best capability how crazy that finish really was and why, you know, I might be getting shoved during an interview or, you know, why a different (laughs) camera has to find me or why, you know, I just focus on the conversation I have to have with the person right in front of me because I know I trust my director to be showing, you know, what the scene that is unfolding around us. But as that Gus Malzahn interview progressed, I just could feel the tunnel of people closing (laughs) in on us closer and closer and I just turned, I interviewed Bo Nix, Derek Brown, and then we got out of there because I wanted to let people celebrate the way they wanted to. And But you got you just have to trust that we're on the air, they can hear me. Right. I don't know if they can see me, but we're getting it out there. Jamie, we're glad you survived. That's all that matters. That's, that's Jamie, all this has been you. great. We that. really appreciate you, uh, you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. Hopefully this college football playoff doesn't get too crazy. I know I'm a little bit biased because I'm an alumnus of LSU, but hopefully the Tigers – Take care of the business they need to take care of. Joe Burrow wins the Heisman Trophy, and we ride off into the college football playoff sunset. Oh, I'm going to be nervous these next couple of weeks, but that's why you play the game. So, should be good. In fact, did you know earlier today during the Huckman and Crowder show for our Funky Buddha cheers too, I cheered Joe Burrow, who is now my cousin, because... He simply has changed his last name from B-U-R-R-O-W to the Cajun way, B-U-R-R-E-A-U-X, or at least he wore a jersey before the game against Texas A&M this past weekend, embracing the culture that he is in because he's originally from Ohio, and I'm doing the same. He has inspired me, so I am not Dan Day right now. I am Daniel Dia because I am embracing the culture that I am in. We're going to get to the Hawkman and Crowder show in just a little while, but speaking of being in the Miami culture Miami Culture is the Dan Levitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. Up next, they're going to talk about a culture faux pas that Rondé Barber may have committed, plus a Spartan in the studio. Keep it tuned. It's the best of The Joe Show. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Happy birthday to Ozzy Osbourne. Lesson can be learned from the great Ozzy Osbourne. You can live a healthy life, mind your P's and Q's, and die at a young age. Or you can snort ants, take bites out of bats, drink, do drugs, and not take care of your body and celebrate your 71st birthday as a rocker. And still going, mind you, so... Ozzy Osbourne, you have definitely earned it. I don't know. Oh, man, I live crazy. And I, like I said, I don't know if I could do that. That's crazy train. So congratulations for surviving Ozzy Osbourne. A true Much respect. Mad, man, great. Much respect to the Osbourne. Oh, for everything. Not just the music, but the life. 
Gotta love it. Absolutely. Grew up with that. Best Ozzy Osbourne song or Black Sabbath song? I'm going to go No More Tears. Woo, going to go Paranoid. That's a classic. All great. I had to go off the reservation. Yeah, you got to sometimes. Great stuff right there. Always great stuff with the Dan Lebetard Show. Of course, I am not Dan Day today. I am Danielle Dia because I'm embracing my culture like Joe Burrow. Dan Lebetard, he's been embracing the Miami culture and the sports scene for years and years and years. Earlier today, he and the guys talked about Rondé Barber making a Miami faux pas, a Michigan State Spartan in the studio. Rutgers, are they relevant again? And everyone's favorite, useless sound montage. So we have what appears to be a legitimate controversy on our hands that it took us a day to get to. Uh, we're a little late, and I'm not sure. It might be a national and international controversy. We might have a legitimate scandal on our hands. Uh, but I, I've got to verify whether what Greg Cody is saying is true, because a lot of his information on the front end seemed to be wrong. But uh, So he's got Rondé Barber on the telecast saying something that is going to inflame Miami. That Miami, I, I didn't hear this during the Dolphins-Eagles uh, broadcast. Right. So what are, what is the controversial thing that Rondé Barber said? We cannot get sound because it's Fox, and Fox would not give us the scandalous sound. Okay, the, the Dolphins are playing the Eagles on Fox, and you know what TV does. You know, they have all these local scene shots. You know, so at one point... During a break in the action, you know, they're showing South Beach and they're showing downtown Miami. And then they swing over to Little Havana and, and a bunch of older guys are playing dominoes. And so Rondé Barber says, and, 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 and there's a bunch of guys playing Mahjong, Mahjong, <laughs> which brought back hellish memories for me because Mahjong is a game played by old ladies for the most part. Uh, and, and man, Mahjong, he says, and the other guy didn't know what to say. The play-by-play guy. There was like five seconds of awkward silence. He just mahjong. Let him just drown. Let him drown yeah. in the in the ignorance. Right. And so I'm growing up. I'm 13 years old. My mother and a bunch of her old cronies are in the living room playing mahjong. And if you don't know mahjong, it's a very loud game. Yeah. It involves five or six old ladies. And it, I guess it's like bingo where you have to shout bingo. When you have a certain hand in mahjong, you're like, six crack. Or bam! It's, it's words like crack and bam are what they call these tiles for some reason. And so I'm trying to follow as a six crack, seven bam! In other words, like crack and bam. It was like watching, uh, you know, pow and, and, you know, like an original Batman cartoon. Anyway, Rondé Barber doesn't know the difference between playing dominoes and playing Mahjong, which struck me as pretty outrageous. Put it on the poll, Guillermo, at Lebitar Show. Should all of Miami be furious at Rondé Barber <laughs> for not knowing the difference between Dominoes and Mahjong? If you guys thought we skewed old yesterday with 50s crooners, Greg Cody just brought you right back, right back to the 50s, lest the women feel left out, and Mahjong is what he opened the show with. My wife has a weekly game of Mahjong. Really? She does, yes. There you go. Jesus. My <laughs> My co-hosts are the oldest people in the world. They, they don't have functioning body parts. They're both coughing. One of them from heaters. One of them from whatever tumor it is he had removed from his chest. I told you, he's about to die. He's been coughing for three straight years. If you're watching on ESPN Ooze right now, Dan's dressed as a Spartan soldier. And I swear to God, it's the most contemporary thing in that studio. <laughs> Mike, it's cold outside, man. I didn't know what to break out this morning. What's your... <laughs> and heaters. <laughs> it's cold air, man. That's why I'm coughing. I'm not used to that kind of air. Very cold. And heaters. <laughs> this Mahjong. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
I walked into work this way this morning. A stranger asked me for a picture right. just thinking that I'm part of the South Beach Entertainment. And it's not weird at all. Did they give like, you a a, guy, a guy went by me on a bicycle with a ferret on it. Like, it's not weird in any way. Did you get a dollar? I didn't go and take the picture. So I am paying one of like eight grid of death punishments I have. So I'm probably going to be in costume as quickly as I can make them. But today it's a... Uh, a Spartan representing a team that hasn't won a meaningful game in half a century on behalf of uh, the Michigan State Spartans. Yeah, you were uh, very disrespectful towards little brother at the beginning of the year, and now you uh, are suffering your punishment. But I was right. Yep. They lost all the games that mattered. They didn't win any of them. They just kept losing, and then they got indignant because I pointed it out. Yeah, but senior day dogs. I, I ravaged both them and Wake Forest this year. Totally inexplicable. You really did. The Deeks. <laughs> the Deeks. You see how they lost to Syracuse this weekend? Doing Demon Deacon things? I'm always going to win when I bully, <laughs> bully the people who always lose. I'm going after Rutgers next. They rehired Shiano trying to get back to their glory they days. They did? You yeah. didn't know what? that? Yes. Eight mil in a private plane. Get out of here. season. Yes. What happened to family time? Eight mil a season? Uh, dude, this was a master plan all along. This is why he dropped out of that Patriots job, which honestly seems to be a mistake because it's the greatest defense that we've ever seen from that team, and it would have been a really good look for Shiano, but he's back with Rutgers. Eight million a year. The last time, the only time that program has been relevant. You can make the argument that Rutgers has been the worst program in college football for 100 years. The last time they were relevant. The only time they were relevant is when Greg Schiano recruited James Gandolfini at the height of the Sopranos fame to help get him recruits. And they went like 10 and 1 one season. <laughs> yeah, Ray Rice, I think. And everything that happened to Greg Schiano after that was bad. And I'm pretty sure that when Tennessee merely thought about hiring him, they burned mattresses on the campus. I have to correct myself. It's not $8 million a year. He did agree to an eight-year deal with Rutgers worth $32 million. So quite a difference. But still, a lot of money yeah, and the private million. plane is true. He was 68 and 67 with Rutgers. I mean, that, is, that is glorious. <laughs> on a curve. Well, that one more than he lost title. at Rutgers. <laughs> Greg is having trouble laughing because he's having trouble moving. Yeah, coughing hurts as well, so that's not a good combination. <laughs> the goal today is to have some sort of news go viral so that I am speaking seriously about a subject while dressed as the Spartan. So think of the things that will get us in trouble today so that we can do that correctly. You can spout off your ridiculous Alabama take again. That would help. All right, I'll do that in the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> this useless sound is usually the exclusive domain of men. It's the locker room. It is gender specific. There's a woman on here. Uh, what can you tell the people about this useless sound montage? Well, as you pointed out, yes, Dan, we went from one column to two columns this week, which is the first wow. time in a couple of years it's Ooh. been two columns. And I hate this. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I hate it. And this week, for whatever reason, was more work than it's ever been before. It was a couple hours Sunday, a couple more hours. Yes, it was just, it seemed never ending. And I came in today and I'm like, I, I'm just glad that today is Tuesday and this will be over with and we only have a couple more weeks of this. And then things just started falling into place <laughs> in really? ways that I didn't think really? that they were going to fall so into happy place. For you. Because there's that. days that, you know, like you have them and you're like, you just hear so many things that you've forgotten what you heard and what you saved in this folder to drag into the. I don't need to bore you with all the details. <laughs> By the way, I'm also afraid of, you pointed out there's a woman. I'm afraid of what's going to happen when the woman on this list hears this sound. So we're just going to no. deal with that oh later on. We'll see what happens oh. with that later on. But I'm not as negative about this as I typically am, which means that 
it's either good or like I'm just delirious and it's like horrible because no one else has heard it. Okay, no one else has heard it and you have been engulfed in like and distracted by sales and you were mad at your computer yesterday and you stared at a candle flame for a while because you were just trying to uh, make the wires that have short-circuited in your head uh, cool them off a little bit. Let's go ahead and play the useless sound montage. Are there some things that we can do differently? Probably. Are there things that we're going to look at and try and correct? Probably. Um, are there things that we're doing well and we're going to continue to try to do well? Absolutely. Man, this time of year, forget the opponent. They're nameless gray faces. How do I feel? I can't even describe it. <laughs> you know, good. The, his teammates love him. He's a, he's a special human being, and, and uh, he made some special plays for us today. I, I told him if, I mean, if he didn't want the touchdown, I'll take it. We've got to do what we have to do to win games. And I understand that, but they also are developing. At some point, we'll be good enough to win. I got plenty of time to sip on my ties, and I mean, I'd rather be out here playing football. That's just football. We had an interception ah. that we felt we we did intercept that was turned over by the Wizard of Oz or somebody. I don't know what happened on that. Like I said before, we're going to find a way and, and get get a good taste in our mouth. You know, momentum doesn't go from Sunday to Sunday. Momentum builds throughout the week. I think the biggest thing is going out there and finding a way to win football games. We've got to be able to consistently put drives together, make the big plays when we have the chance. When the chance was there to make a play, they made plays. They can make all the plays you want, but when you got to make the one that matters, we got to make them. And that's what separates a lot of these games, just a couple plays here and there. Take it one game at a time, one practice at a time, one week at a time. You know, it's one play at a time. It's one meeting at a time. It's one walkthrough at a time. You know, one game at a time. Oh, that's God. it. We, we got to win one game at a time, and we got to continue to play good. Our relationship is born out of our shared experiences. You can talk about what you're walking into till you're blue in the face. Each year is different. Each year is unique. We're just trying to have more than they are. He's a baller. I, I can't say more than that. We control our own destiny. We control our destiny. You, you could tell today that these were two teams that felt they were the best in their conference, uh, and they wanted to see who was the best out of both of them. I was ready to go, prepare every week to, to play on the field. Consistency is key. We've got bigger fish to fry. All I know is I told James after the game that we're going to duck hunting Tuesday, just like last Tuesday. I would give myself a 10, 1 out of 10, or 1 out of you know, 11 maybe. It was a great conversation, a lot of great words. Um, past. He's resilient, he's tough, and um, he plays the next play, which is really good. With any team, anyone can lead. It's just not one player with a C on his chest. Anybody can lead. We're trying to go 1-0 and this week. Uh, we'll let all the numbers and all that kind of stuff work itself out in the end. We win and lose as a team. You know, you win some, you lose some, you fight. I mean, there are times when you get beat, and there's times when you win. We got beat. I think we had about eight guys, you know, down for the count. So I think the key is just, you know, just taking care of yourself, keep hydrating, you know, know who's sick, <laughs> you know. We're just banking on them doing this so we can do that, you know what I'm saying? I'm punting it into the sun and then through the sun into whatever black hole exists out there. Do you think it helped or hurt to call him out publicly this week? Well, I sure didn't think it would hurt or help. We're right where we want to be, you know, and we just got to keep working hard. Uh, keep staying poised. Keep staying neutral. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Ignore the noise. And play ball. Let's go win. Why not? Why not us? We really believe that. We really believe that we have everything that we, that we need. And we, uh, we have everything that we want. And uh, we've got a lot of great players. And we can do it. He's a heck of a player. And we're going to have our hands full. You know, he's a great guy to coach. Um, he, he's got great poise. You know, not only stopping the run, but he's great in the pocket. He's great outside the pocket. We just got to continue to stick together. Just keep grinding. Stay humble. Continue to work hard. He's make all the throws. All that kind of stuff. So It's amazing that he's as skinny as he is. 
eating all the food that he eats. You know, it's going to, again, it's going to take all 11, you know, hitting on all cylinders and singing out the same hymnal, being on the same page, all that stuff. Where did Pagano come from? Where's Pagano been? He's back. Where? Oh, my God. He's a defensive coordinator in Chicago, and he spoke this weekend. Oh, we love him. I'm so happy for you, Billy. We have missed him. We have missed him. That's the turn that it took. You. How did you stumble upon the rarest of jewels in the treasure chest of useless sounds, the Pagano sound. Sometimes you just keep digging. You don't know what you're going to find. Keep chopping, keep grinding. grinding. Put the earmuffs on, the blinders, all that stuff. Who was the coach coach who said uh, he plays the next play, which is just such a useless compliment? Who doesn't outside of... Injured players. I think that was Kitchens or Callahan. I think it was Bill Callahan. They're all the same. I think it was Bill O'Brien. It was one of those Bills. Freddie's 1-0 every week. Greg Cody has been filling his column, which is now going to be behind a paywall with the useless sound of so many coaches across the decades. You got to all sing from the same hymnal. Do you suffer while you're sitting there listening to new Dolphin Coach X, who sounds the same as all the other Dolphin coaches before him, yeah. comes in and gives you that new coach smell and comes in and says all the same things about aggressive. and. Uh, I've been hearing those same quotes for about 40 years, and uh, and they all sound like pretty good quotes to me. Who's the Dolphin coach that wasn't <laughs> like that, though? I mean, There's never been Dan Campbell, Jimmy? Man Campbell, Yo, man Jimmy, Campbell John, right. Jimmy Johnson. Don't talk bad about our Dolphins. They're on a hot streak. Yeah, keeping it going, too. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Useless sound montage, great. Maybe even greater, Dan Lebitard dressed as Sparty. Speaking of greatness, Hawk and Crowder, weekdays 3 to 6 right here on 560. The Joe up next, they're going to dive into key lime pie and betting against the U. Keep it tuned. It's the best of the Joe show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. More Ozzy, because after all, it is his 71st birthday. Montel Jordan has his 50th birthday today, and Miami's own Trina, a.k.a. the baddest you-know-what, having her birthday today. And as much as I love, this is how we do it, and I'm the baddest you-know-what. God, it's Ozzy's birthday. you got to play two of them, Sports Bomber, am I correct? Well, that's the only thing we have in the system. Yeah, that and uh, I didn't have any Trina or Montel Jordan in no, the system. No, that's exactly. So it Correct. makes it really easy to double homage to Ozzy on his birthday. It, 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 make, it, makes, it makes making your bias work correctly. But he still totally deserves two songs. Absolutely. And I can guarantee my bottom dollar that Doug Plagans, the play-by-play guy for the Florida Panthers, loves him some Ozzy. Oh, that's a, that's a virtual guarantee. So he's probably listening to this right now saying, oh man, this is going to be the best call of the year. What is Doug Plagan's favorite Ozzy Osbourne song? I think we got to find out. I'm going to have to check in with him in just a little while and see what goes on. Now, I know Hawk and Crowder are huge fans also of Ozzy. We were talking about it earlier. Hawk gave his cheers to the Prince of Darkness. But before they did that, they got into some Coach Larinaga getting it done on the hardwood. Channing's Key Lime Pie. Hawk betting against the U. And headlines, ziz, 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 ziz. Coach Jim Laranega, who coached up the Miami Hurricanes basketball team to his 650th career win last night, he is going to join us today. Shannon Crowder, one year older. 
walking in, <laughs> nothing. coming off his birthday celebration. Nothing. To I went to bed. End all birthday celebrations yesterday. I mean, everybody was impressed with the way you threw it down. <laughs> and uh, you guys, uh, you guys really, uh, you know how to throw a special birthday for uh, for Crowder. Solana was really celebratory yesterday. So my wife got me a key lime pie when I got. Did home. she? Yeah. Well, from where? I don't know. Like, a, like, is there? But do you have like, like I, I thought maybe uh, you have a favorite place in Key West, and she. She mm. brought it in or something. There's some good ass key lime pie in South Florida. Publix no makes a good key Publix lime pie. Makes a good one. Yeah, no need to go to Key West. Publix has the best key lime pie. Oh, is it bro, the? Have, it's no, the best key lime pie no, in the United States of America. I feel like we've I'm, done I'm this gonna, segment, I'm, but I'm going to tell you this: have we done this? When you have to, when you have to mass produce something, it can never be the best. No, right. no definitively, it's Publix one. <laughs> <laughs> Pollo Tropical, too. Pollo Tropical makes a key lime pie? Pollo Tropical makes the second best key lime pie in the world. Now, I, the only thing I would take issue with is could you go into a Pollo Tropical and actually buy a key lime pie? Or do you have to buy a slice? Well, you buy six slices, it's one now, key I lime understand pie. how to create a pie. That's not in doubt. I want to know <laughs> if I can walk in and buy a key lime pie. Because I'm not going to dub them the second best key lime pie if it's only a slice of key lime pie. You see the delineation I'm making there. Great point. Obviously not the intended start to today's show. Sorry. Jay Alexander, have you seen their, have you had their key lime pie? Again, though, you can only really get a slice of pie there at the oh, restaurant, right? I could right? get six pies. No, I, I, you could get I six. Know the, I know the dude in the kitchen. I say, Rob, my man. I'm I'm talking about, like, do they have a pie canister ready to roll? Because no. if they don't, I can't give it to Jay Alexander. You, they you make, make a make nice a point, slice though. of pie. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you, if you talk about the best key lime pie, I want to know where I can get an entire pie. I would want to know that. I want right? to text the text it in because I love key lime pie. So it's settled. Publix. It's not, not settled. No, no, it the is. The opposite of settled. Publix, number one key lime pie in the world. Got Pollo you. Tropical, number one key lime pie slice okay. in the world. That's fine if if it's that good. I don't know. I've been to Pollo Tropical a number of times. I've never thought about getting key lime pie. And to be quite honest, I'm not even certain they have key lime pie now that I'm thinking about it. I've been there a million times. Come on. They've got tropi chops. Do I have to talk like y'all talk when y'all speak Only about when it? you're speaking about Pollo Tropical. See. Si. Pollo Tropical. See. Si. <laughs> See, yeah, Solana, you need you 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 need to be you need to live a little more. Back at it tonight. You got the Panthers and the Heat both in action. We'll be talking about that today. Like I said, Jim Laranega got his 650th win last night against Illinois. Okay, shameful admission here. Shameful admission. I'm a huge Jim Laranega fan. I'm a huge fan of the University of Miami Hurricanes basketball team, but. I, when I gamble, gamble with my wallet, not my heart. And last night, I texted Channing, a couple other guys I know, we're taking the fighting Illini minus nine. And here, here's the shameful admission, which you don't even know yet. This is, this was my rationale for, and this is why you lost money. My rationale was, you and I saw University of Miami men's basketball team play. Granted, I think, who is it against? Louisville? Louisville. They're the number one team in the nation right, right. now. Right. Yeah. Season opener. We saw that they were outsized. And this is not a year of high expectations for the Hurricanes basketball team. Next season is. This year's not. My rationale for betting Illinois 
minus nine last night. And I'll tell you, the first time I turned on the game, we were having dinner, and then I turned on the game. Game started at seven. The first time I turned on the game, Miami was up 43-18. And the announcers could not believe what Chris Likes was doing and how Miami was playing and how the Fighting Illini looked like they were wearing key lime pies as shoes, which you would imagine would be tough to play basketball <laughs> Very tough. wearing key lime pies as shoes. So Might be good in the bedroom, though. Sure. Yeah. I don't know how, but I sure. Man, that'll get you going. But, would it? But, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, I can't get sidetracked. That'll make my night. My wife walks in with key lime pie shoes on. You have a Publix commercial coming up this oh. hour. I hope you're talking about uh, key lime pie in there somewhere. I know they don't make it into a sub, but. <laughs> I put it in a sub. <laughs> Turkey and key lime? I'll tell you what, if my wife walks in with a bikini fashioned out of pub subs, Ooh. now you're talking. <laughs> The bacon All right, I'm getting sidetracked Sorry. here. So this was my rationale for betting the University of Illinois minus nine last night. I couldn't get out of my head how cold Joe Zagaki looked in that Twitter <laughs> video when they landed in Champaign on the uh, on the team charter. And so I thought to myself, well, if Joe Zagaki's cold, the whole team's got to be cold. It's quite a difference from South Florida to Champaign, Illinois. That was my money. And so I bet Illinois minus nine, figuring University of Miami would be cold. Indoors. Yeah, but still chilly. You'd have to admit. <laughs> Can you, you you gotta text that to us when you do it. I, I think you did some research or something, man. No, nah, that was it. It was it just stuck in my head how chilly and shivery Joe Zagaki was. You know Joe's a sixty year old white man. Well, okay, so I hadn't taken that into account much like until it was forty three eighteen and I started thinking, you know, Chris likes and who is it, Vasilovich, like they weren't posting videos about how cold they were. It was only Joe Zagaki. Yes. And I don't even know if he has a heavy jacket, you know, so and it was flawed. What position does Joe play again? <laughs> well, he, wasn't he made averages? an honorary point guard? <laughs> wasn't that, didn't that happen in the booth this year? <laughs> what are the Gacky's averages this year? Anyway, I didn't believe in Jim Laranega, and they almost blew that game. A gigantic yeah. lead came down to the final possession, almost. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk with Jim Laranega. He's going to join us today. Let's get headlines with our friend here, Alejandro Solana. Might be cold outside, but the heat play tonight. Oh, I see what you did there. That's actually a good lead. Like, you actually had a... You had like a, a headline. I like that. That's my new thing. Oh, is it? All right, I'll pay attention every hour. I didn't know. So you're going to have like a, a kitschy lead at the beginning of every headlines? We'll see. You just said it was your thing. For today. Okay, so I'll listen every hour. You're going to run out of juice, man. The Heat are in Toronto. The Raptors right now, the second seed in the Eastern Conference. The Heat right behind them at the three seed, 7.30 p.m. on this station, 790 the ticket. Raptors, five-point favorites at home. No Goran Dragic tonight, though, for the Heat. Correct. Will it be Dion Waiters? Time to shine. I don't know. Is he active? Is he uh have you seen him in the layup line, Crowder? <laughs> I'll let you know after tonight. <laughs> All right, let me know. I saw the man do a layup on TV. Crowder yesterday on the show talked about Dion Waiters being in the layup line the other night. Who was it the other night? Was Brooklyn? Yeah, I it was Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I didn't say Brooklyn layup line. You said you I saw said Dion Waiters in line. the layup line and then he didn't play. And then Ira Winderman texted me, what layup line did Crowder see Deion Waiters in? I don't know. Because Ira covers him. <laughs> I, Ira covers him and didn't see Deion Waiters. <laughs> he might need to go so a little deeper. So you scooped him? You I, scooped him. I go a little deeper than Ira when I, I do I bet Ira Winderman looks cold in Toronto tonight. <laughs> yes. What else you got in the headlines there, Solana? By the way, speaking of the Raptors, you mentioned it, but Sherman Hamilton, TV analyst for the Toronto Raptors, coming up next. Yes, an Olympian for the Canadian team, of course. Yeah. 
So, boo, what Sherman. A, what a Olymp- Olympian what? Basketball player. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Sherman. Nobody calls him that. Florida Panthers host the Minnesota Wild tonight, 7 p.m. on our sister station, 560 The Joe. Yes! Got some Panthers, some heat tonight. I'm feeling good. Can we use this growl for the, the Florida Panthers? It's their growl. I think they use it. Yeah, I think it's – I think if – we probably took it from them. Like, they should be asking, are we allowed to use it? Monday Night Football last night ended with the Seahawks beating the Minnesota Vikings. The Seahawks improved to 10-2 and on the season. The Vikings dropped to 8-4. and I wish you had a take on that game instead of deferring because then I wouldn't have had to bet the fight fighting a Illini in a very chilly Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Yeah, that Viking defense wasn't what I thought it was, was it? Good grief. Seahawks ran like, for like 400 like, yards. You're like, I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends 13-10. <laughs> Or 60-58. Goodness gracious. Rutgers has hired Greg Schiano back as their head coach. You're kidding. I didn't see that. Eight years, 52, excuse me, sorry, 30, 32 30, million. 32. Sorry, sorry. 32 Even that's million. ridiculous. Do you money. remember Rutgers for a brief cup of coffee was a football powerhouse and they were taking recruits from South Florida. It was Greg Schiano doing it. like. And Darren Rizzi, the old special team coach of the Dolphins, he was a special team coach up there. I did time. not know that. Yeah. So they rehired Greg Schiano. Huh. Darren Rizzi was my was my connect to find out how to talk trash to Ray Rice. Because he <laughs> really? played with Ray Rice. He gave me his girlfriend's so you name. Get, so you would get info on whoever you were going up against. You'd yep. get inside info. And Rizzi came to me and was like, hey, I know I know some stuff on Ray if you need it. I said, coach, I'll come to your office after practice. Little did he know what he didn't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't joke with him about that. Yeah. What else you got, Solana? Today the NFL announced the Miami Dolphins' is Ryan Fitzpatrick is a finalist for this week's FedEx Air Player of the Week Award. It's, for- it's not the Miami Dolphins is. It's I, I can't get past that. I can't listen to the rest of the story because you did that with the Colts. You said the Indianapolis Colts is kicker, you know, Adam Venateri, whatever the story was. It's not the Miami Dolphins' quarterback. It's the Miami Dolphins' quarterback. Right, but you understand there is an apostrophe after the S. So I can't ignore the But you're adding you another S. But you're there is an apostrophe after the S, but you're adding another S. Or is Dolphins plural? Yes. But then you don't say another S after. But it's after. not Dolphins's. Miami Dolphins's. No. no. Miami Dolphins quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick, finalist for this week's FedEx Air Player of the Week Award for his outstanding performances against the Philadelphia Eagles. Can, can we get him on the air? This was driving me crazy. Yesterday, I never got to the sound. Doug Peterson on the air in Philadelphia. I mean, we can't have Brian Flores on the show once. Like, I mean, we love him. Yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick, we love him. We can't get the quarterback or the coach on the air with us once. Who'd we have on last week? Steven Parker two weeks ago. Who? I don't think he played. Yeah, he did. I mean, come on. We love we we are you're a former Dolphin. I know. We love the Dolphins. Thank you. Thank you, Renshaw. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Someone uh, texted in. They wanted to know if you saw a cat in here too when you saw Dion Waiters in the layup line. I saw Dion lay the ball up. (laughs) What's Dion's name? Around the rim. I don't know. My Dion's name is Nova. (laughs) I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. They don't want. They don't. But I want to celebrate Flores, Ryan. Fitt. You don't have to worry about Flores Ryan Fitzpatrick. Would not be, Flores wouldn't be good with us. Yes, he would. He does not have a sense of humor. We would be very reverential towards him. I'm impressed with what he's doing. But beyond that, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. If you're a media relations person, you have zero to worry about with Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
Literally, that guy is, he could talk circles around both of us, and I consider us to be very good mm-hmm. verbally, and uh, and he's much better than us, and he's having a good season. Yeah. Like, get him on with us. You know what I love, too, because I go to all the games, and I have to go on the field and do the post game with uh, John and Jimmy. I stand there and wait for the players to walk past before the media can go. When Ryan Fitzpatrick ran off the field Sunday, he reached over the railing, picked up all his sons, and pulled his sons I over the rail, saw, and they were running back to the locker room. I with saw him. they had a they had a shot of him running into the locker room with his kids. Yes, he went over and picked them up one by one over the rail, and it, honestly, I teared up. As a father, I was like, yeah. "Man, that's awesome! I wish my kid was old enough for me to run to him after." You a need game to have game. seven or eight more, like Ryan mm, Fitzpatrick. No. <laughs> Then I'll be eating chicken damn squares. Crowders enjoy some filet right now. Seven more kids. Anything else, Solana? Right now, it is 66 degrees in Miami. Tonight, the low dropping to 55, but in parts of Broward County and even north, might even drop in the high 40s. All right, so do you think we could work on getting the Dolphins' his coach or quarterback on? <laughs> I've worked on it. <laughs> no, I know. I just wanted to make the Dolphins' his joke. Yeah, but you do understand it's the Dolphins' quarterback. It's the Colts' kicker. It's like it, there's... There's no you don't add another s on a word that ends in s you just put the apostrophe at the end and that connotes ownership i think we're gonna have to agree to disagree only because I, 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 we can't no way. disagree it, it's it's either correct english or it's not you we, we had literature professors text in the show no we didn't no we didn't how do you know because I know there's not a literature professor listening to this stupidity. And if he said Dolphins is, is correct, he's not going to work much longer. Right. He'd be a terrible professor. Ridiculous. I'll take the professor's word over yours. That's <laughs> all, all right. I'm saying. Headlines is, it's always very, very good. We've covered pretty much every sport here in South Florida, but not enough love to hockey, which is coming up in just a few minutes. Doug Plagans, Alex Dono going to be oh, helping ooh, out. Those ooh, guys are here. Check, check, check. They're with us right now, and they're going to tell us a little bit, guys. Doug Plagans, Alex Dono, you're going to be doing... Pretty much the calling of the game and covering the game. What can we expect tonight? Well, Doug, uh, game two of a franchise record nine-game homestand, and the Panthers have a little momentum coming into this one off a 3 nothing win. 3 nothing. they won against Nashville back on Saturday. Chris Drieger picked up his first NHL win, his first NHL shutout in his first NHL start. He's going to get the nod here again tonight against Minnesota, whose goaltender, Capo uh, Kakinen, is also making his uh, second NHL start. So two goalies making their second NHL starts tonight. Panthers coming in off a win. Wild, one of the hottest teams in the Western Conference. Big game tier tonight at home for the Panthers. Got to love the Panthers. Also, Ozzy Osbourne's birthday. I know you guys have been listening real quick. Favorite Ozzy or Black Sabbath song? Shot in the Dark. Oh, wow. That was fast. For for me, it's a Black Sabbath jam. I like Paranoid. That's my favorite, too. One more thing. We were just now talking about key lime pie from something kind of sour and spicy to something sweet. Key lime pie, thumbs up or thumbs down? I love key lime pie. Huge thumbs up. Huge. We are in so much agreement right now. I agree that everyone should listen to Alex Dono and Doug Plagans. You guys are up in just about five minutes. Have a great call. Thank you. This has been the Best of the Joe Show. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, we'll be back. Podcast, website, wherever you get your podcast. The Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.